Welcome to Catch the Fire's Family Life Podcast. We are a family that encounters God's transforming presence and extends the kingdom. Each week we get into what God is doing among us, what He is saying through His Word, and why we should be excited about where He's leading us. For more information about Catch the Fire and giving to support this ministry, check out our website and our church suite app. Why don't you crush them all now? Well, we're trying, but they're quite hard to find. Because they're currently very tiny, so it's, it's not a problem. But if they all grow big, that's a problem. I have an issue with that. <laughs> Did you see the picture of the spider that I had on my curtains the other day? That was a big lad. I was bigger than the one in Lord of the Rings, I tell you. It was, <laughs> it was just, it was crazy. And, I, and we literally just put the curtains up as well. So, so I was yeah. like, not today, devil. You won't yeah. intimidate me from pulling my new curtains. Anyway, hello. Welcome Horrible. to Family Life Podcast. Recording remotely um, with Tom Thomas David Allsop. Ta-da. Ta-da. And w- would it be accurate to say I am remotely invested in this? <laughs> Is that the message you want to convey to the <laughs> family that are listening? I am remotely invested in this. <laughs> um, I'm just for for those who are listening. We we're obviously doing this. Well, not obviously if you're listening in the year 2025. Um, <laughs> but if you're listening in sort of re- relatively real time, you'll know that this is in the middle of all the coronavirus stuff, and so we are all um, everybody is at home, and um, so we are recording this. It's myself, Kate Seithel. And Hola. Uh, me, Alice Foreman, and uh, we're, we're recording on our on Zoom, but we're recording the audio. And if you were on one of the very first family life podcasts, family lives that we did, um, you'll know that Tom Alsop gave us quite an extended view of his ceiling um, at the end of one of them because he um, didn't know how to press the off button. <laughs> on, uh, he was struggling to press the off button on his phone um and now we're, we're on video and i can yet again see your ceiling is is there a reason why, why i'm looking at your ceiling tom uh, just because uh, full disclosure i just didn't want to hold the phone so i've got my headphones in and the oh. phone is laying down great excellent i'm uh i'm sure this is what other podcasters you know who have massive followings and channels do when they interview someone that they you know the guest just lays the phone on their bed and Right, I'm going to move on because I think Kate and Tom are trying to distract me now. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we spent so long talking about looking at Tom's ceiling. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like, maybe, maybe Welcome. when we... are not when, going crazy, don't worry. <laughs> when Catch Fire London records an album, I think we should the, the cover should just be Tom's ceiling with like a title on the front of it. Could just be <laughs> that would be a soaking track. Because it's the yeah. view that you have when you soak. Although when Tom soaks, he just does. He face plants 100% face. It's true. Not even like, he doesn't even like hold his hands, you know, and rest his head on his hands. It's just head on the ground. That's it. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> well, how's, uh, how is, you guys can speak on behalf of the church as a sample audience. How are you finding working from home? the new new uh, rules and uh, police backed advice from the government 
about what we should be doing. What's it like in the CISOL household? What's it like in the Allsop household? Well, I'm thankful that we still get one outing for exercise. Um, yeah, I'm really annoyed for having my, my five, five a day. I, I feel like the nation's definition of exercise has just broadened significantly. <laughs> my exercise is going to get a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I've been walking up and down my garden on the phone and I'm like, yeah, this counts. <laughs> I, um, I'm really thankful that in this particular time, we've actually had some good weather and it's been really pretty out because I think yeah, just the kindness of the Lord because with all of this, honestly, getting cooped up inside. I really have been, I feel for people with kids and who live in flats and don't have a garden and like can't really take them anywhere like that. I just, oh my goodness, I feel so yeah. bad because that just, you, you got to get outside. It's so good for you. So anyway, that's where, that's where we're at. We're okay. We're doing well. Disney Plus just came out, so that's exciting. But thankful for the good weather because it's really important to be outside. Yeah, I was just thinking that today. Isn't that just the grace of God that it's not torrential rain and storms, that it's lovely. I, we've just had lunch in the garden with the girls who are obviously homeschooling. Um, I saw this really funny meme the other day of like a kid and a parent and the kid was like, but mom, I just don't understand it. They're holding like maths work. And, um, the parents like, yes, I don't understand it too, but I'm afraid you go to a really crappy school now. <laughs> <laughs> I just have so much more respect for teachers, uh, just even after two days of homeschooling, but it is, um, it is amazing that the weather's nice and, and at least, you know, we're not cooped up in the house, you know? Yeah exclusively so yeah obviously that doesn't apply to people who don't have the blessing of a garden but it's um it is nice that it's uh it's good weather at least yeah no i think that's uh that is it as as always in england good weather just lifts the national mood um so yeah that's uh that's definitely helped i'm so glad that we moved we we were due to move house in december and then it didn't happen and then it didn't happen and then we finally moved um just literally a week and a half ago just got enough furniture in through the door to sort of be able to live before you know lockdown but now we have a garden and i'm just I'm loving it um just because in my in a previous where I lived, we were, you know, first floor flat and just kind of, you could go out to the garden and go all the way back and find it and stand in it, but we didn't really have anything in it. So other than sort of yeah. a couple of minutes. Except for a jungle. You have to take a machete with you when you go back there. <laughs> That's true. We did, we did clear it out a little bit. And I said, when I say we, I mean, we paid a guy. Um, but um, yeah, it does make a difference being outside if you can get to it. But um yeah and uh, tom how are you finding with the with the girls with you know with the the i know you said sort of gives you respect for teaching but how, how are you finding that new dynamic yeah it's it's actually been lovely we've we've really enjoyed having them home so abby um works um obviously and um, myself and we're both uh she's usually three days a week but usually it's more like four four and a half days a week and i'm full time so between us we're having to um, you know, share the load of the the homeschooling and then obviously find time to to do our work around it. So we're kind of basically running like a, 
a shift pattern between Abby and myself. Mm. And we're both working evenings to make up the hours, but you know, actually it would be easy to, to see that as an extra burden, but actually it's just so beautiful getting to spend extra time with the girls and, and investing into their learning and that kind of thing. So even this morning, it's been great. And obviously being homeschool, it is now a, a, a religious school. It's a faith school, which is nice. So we had, uh, bi- we had Bible time as part of their curriculum. Uh, we did soaking this morning as part of their curriculum. So nice. it is lovely that um, they now go to a faith school, which is great. That's excellent. Oh, that's really cool. You know, yeah. Right, we're going to go yeah. out. And- we'll start our own. Yeah, and full credit to, to the... Uh, there's a great system called Twinkle, which is like an online resource and they've made loads of stuff available for free. Um, the school where Jess and Grace attend have also made loads of material available online. So in this day and age, it's, you know, we're so blessed to be able to have access to all this great material. Mm. I think I may have used yeah, Twinkle when I was a teacher. I seem to remember printing yeah. star charts and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, a couple of parents on the WhatsApp groups we've got with all the parents from the classes are actually primary school teachers. So we've had loads of resources come through the WhatsApp group as well. So yeah, we're we're well covered. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been lovely to be able to spend the time with them. Yeah, well, that's really great to hear. I hope that anybody who's kind of listening, and you know, I know our church family, many of you have young kids and trying to do work and trying to uh, manage having children underneath you and everything is uh, is is definitely sort of we we know it's demanding and so just receive our our love and our prayers in your direction while you're doing that um want to want to just throw a a thought out um about just to speak to what i think imagine a lot of people are are thinking about at the moment which is this whole thing about sort of community and connection um and you know, we're recording this on Tuesday, um, and we've we've done a few of our sort of family lives, seven thirty in the morning and six pm in the evening. And you know, it, there's a real nice sort of connection with the family. But I'm conscious that for some people, you know, their experience may be they're at home with a husband or their family or something, and you know, they've got some connection. And for other people, they may just be on their at home on their own or just in their room all day. Um, and for other people roommate they don't like with a roommate they don't like possibly sad possibly um but then some people also are just going to be charging around you know like um and just just locked in with work all day long so there's there's a number of ways in which you could feel disconnected and i just had this phrase and i i shared it with you guys obviously before we we went live but the scripture that has kind of come to mind and i'm sure lots of people are saying it is from Genesis, we're already familiar with it. The first thing that God said wasn't good in all of creation. Um, it's not good that man should be alone. And then obviously Eve was created. And um, I heard actually, who was it I heard? Somebody the other day. Oh, it's going to drive me nuts remembering who it was. Um, oh, brain fail. Somebody, a really, uh, a teacher who I wasn't expecting. Oh, I know who it was. It was Stephen Furtick who was interviewing Donald Miller um, from Blue Light Jazz and... Uh, wow. Um, uh, his podcast has escaped me and he was talking about um, man being in the garden and there being a we think that God paraded all the animals in front of God really quick in front of Adam really quickly and he just went lion elephant badger you know whatever and then he was like 20 minutes later he was lonely 
And and Donovan was just saying, look, just this is conjecture, but just think of it this way. We know that like um, when uh, I don't know whether it was Darwin or or just kind of a zoological experts went to like the Galapagos Islands and they found species of things that they hadn't known before. He said it took them years to successfully name them. And we just think kind of Adam just came up with like, he just went giraffe, uh, you know, weasel, I don't know, and just kind of named everything. And he was like, maybe actually Adam was on his own with these animals for actually quite a, quite a while. Maybe there was actually quite a lapse of time before that moment with where he actually felt um, that need for that kind of like company. So it was just really, yeah. I'd never really thought of it that way before. And, you know, who knows? Um, throw some comments our direction, I guess. But the, the scripture we're really familiar with is it's not good for man to be alone. And just as I was preparing for today, I just felt the phrase, I felt God turn it on his head and give me the phrase, it's good that man is not alone. It's good that man's not alone. And essentially a, a, a new covenant, New Testament reworking of a, a phrase that actually when you're in Jesus and you're in Christ and he's in you, you're now not alone. So you, you don't get to say I'm alone. We understand that human company is different and that there's that different element, but it's good that man is not alone. As we go through this coronavirus thing, I've, I'm just feeling like that rattling around in my head. I'd love to just throw that one out and you can bat it back to me or throw a thought in this direction if you want. But what, what does that, what, what do you, what's coming up in you when you hear that phrase, you know, it's good that I'm not alone. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I think, um, I mean, obviously the, the word isolation probably prior to, prior to a week ago was probably not a, a very, you know, it, it wasn't a, fr- a word that was in the common vernacular for sure. Uh, and I remember chatting to someone once and, um, they'd really been battling with loneliness and, and they were talking about the distinction between isolation and loneliness. And they were saying isolation is a physical condition, whereas loneliness is a, 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 an emotional or a spiritual condition. And they were saying, you know, you can be in a room full of people and still be lonely. Mm. Um, and you can be on your own and not be lonely. And so, you know, this whole thing of people needing to, I guess in this season, distinguish in their heart between you know, I may be isolated, but I am not lonely. I remember um, Caroline Anderson, obviously great friend of, of ours and of Catch the Fire London. And when uh, Peter went to be with Jesus, um, completely unexpectedly, they were, um, they were just, uh, they felt one year that God said, clear your diary for next year, because they were very busy. They used to do a lot of itinerant ministry. And uh, they felt that, that um, they felt God say, clear your diary. So they spent an afternoon clearing their diary, you know, cancelling the engagements that they put in the diary. And then they finished and she went to make a cup of tea. And while she was in the kitchen, he passed away, you know, completely Mm. unexpectedly. And, you know, obviously one, the grace of God telling them to clear their diary. But I remember the journey, walking that journey with her um, after Peter went to glory and her journey of discovering Father Jesus and Holy Spirit as companions and knowing that, you know, as, as you quite rightly said, Alistair, as, as spirit-filled believers, we are never alone. And Jesus said, I won't leave you as orphans. I will, I will come to you. And this, this constant awareness we have of his presence means that loneliness need never be something that a Christian suffers from. But uh-huh. as is always the case, it's the difference between the spiritual reality and our experiential reality. Yeah, that's, that's so good. Um... Yeah, that's really deep. And 
<clears throat> I, I know having sort of watched some of Caroline's journey, particularly in that example, seeing her set the table for communion for, and set three places for like the father spirit and the son. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. kind of like, Oh wow. She's, she's not kind of, she's not thinking, you know, God is a, you know, gas or something that's filling the room. She yeah. is expecting, um, she is, she's, you know, with her spiritual eyes, seeing them right there. And that, that really kind of took me to a, another level of understanding or appreciation of what the company of Jesus father and holy spirit actually looks like what uh what kate do you have any uh any thoughts you want to throw in um i mean i think i'm on, kind of on the same page as you guys um not kind of am i would have said all the same things <laughs> not the best response i understand <laughs> um kate seidel everyone <laughs> This is why I'm on the call. <laughs> um, I'm just sat here eating peanuts listening. Um, now, I really, I was thinking about um, that verse, it's not good for man to be alone, and like just how thankful I am that um, that we, even in this time of physically isolating ourselves, um, we have the capability of being connected in some way. And not only do we have the connection with, with people, but we also have the connection with the Lord um, in a different way. Like, like you were talking about Tom, we've got Holy spirit and um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's different than it was um, not necessarily in the garden. I mean, it is different than the garden, but like, mm you know, Moses didn't have the Holy Spirit like we do. He saw God in a different way. And, I, you know, I'd love to experience God the way um, Moses did, but we have this unique time of of experiencing the Lord in, in this way. And I'm so thankful that we have him um, as a comforter, as a stand beside, as a companion and a counselor and an advisor, you know, it just... Mm-hmm a companion just someone to be with um and i think there's such an amazing opportunity in this season of of self-isolation you know to sorry i don't know if you can hear there's a siren going off and i've got my window open (laughs) it's okay Um, you're good um basically we've got such an opportunity here more than ever i feel like to choose social media news or the presence of God. Mm. And like I, I, Matt and I had both deleted Facebook and Instagram from our phones. Like every once in a while I'd, I'd go on and just check because my family lives in a different country. <laughs> um, but didn't, we were not scrolling and we weren't looking at people's stories and things like that. Um, and so we downloaded them just because of this time. And I found myself getting caught up and on my phone mm. constantly. And then I just, I've had this resounding thing in my head of now is a really, really important time to be proactive to, with just spending time in the presence of God, not, not asking him necessarily for anything like, yes, we should be praying. Yes, we should be asking him for things, but like just to be with him 
Mm. And I think that's kind of yeah. where, where my mind goes when you say that right now, at least is because that's what he's showing me is that um, just to be with him and, and in his presence not even talking about anything like Matt and I, I, I doesn't matter what we're doing. We could be doing dishes. We could be watching TV. We could be scrolling on our phones, but as long as I'm in the same room as Matt, I'm, I'm happy. Um, like, yes, we need more connection than that. But, um, I just love being in the same room. It's about presence. Yeah. I didn't want to say the word presence because it's like, we, our mind kind of goes the presence of God, but it's true. But like, I just want to be in the same room with God yeah. because I'm not alone and he's there and we need to practice being in the same room with God. That's so good, Kate. And I, uh, the, the, the image I had this morning, um, I, I did the communion time uh, online and then had a bowl of cereal afterwards and Abby started working <laughs> in the living room. <laughs> Had had my Sultana bran and my cup of tea. And I went and sat in the room and uh, put some soaking music on, got my Bible out and just started reading. And I felt the presence of God. Um, and it was definitely due, due to slowing down. And do you know what was so interesting as well, at least for me, it was interesting. You can be the judge whether you find it interesting. Is <laughs> I messaged on a group. <laughs> <laughs> little, little. well i don't agree that's kind of boring alistair yeah i think what you're i think you're confusing interesting with boring um <laughs> i messaged on a group uh, church leaders chat thing and i said i'm i'm gonna take an hour off my phone now um and uh i then just you know put some soaking music on and and phone was off to one side and it was it was interesting i've never really not even sure other than like saying on an evening off, I'm off now. I don't think I've ever sort of quantified it to like colleagues or friends. I'm, I'm unreachable for an hour um, intentionally. And then I had this Bible time and, you know, all the rest of it. And I just felt the presence of God land um, in a way that actually I got really, I, I actually, my, my emotions got quite stirred up and I don't sort of cry publicly very often. Um, I don't cry privately very often, but I really just started feeling it. And it was almost like what I imagine some version, some bizarre version of um, what Moses experienced when God hid him in the cleft of the rock and passed by. It was like I was, he passed by me. And it was, yeah. it was like he was present somewhere near me and I was sort of getting the aftershocks from it. I didn't have a personal word wow. from the Father. I didn't have a sort of revelation of him physically in the room or anything. It was almost like a big lorry that drives past your house and you feel the shaking indoors. It was like his, he was near. And, um, and I just wonder, and I, I kind of put this out there as a sort of thought to everybody who's listening, just as we sort of bring this into land. Are, God, I think, notices when you set some time aside, and I think he watches things like that. And I mm. just wonder if I got the encounter because he saw me message some people who I could have just spent the next hour but going back and forward with and just offered that little, I'm actually just going to give some time to God now. I'm unreachable. And then the presence came. Um, I, and I just wonder, can you 
you know, in his strength, his grace, find some of those times for yourself over the next few days, because it's good that we're not alone. Um, and there are plenty of people in the world who are feeling it. We, we need people's company. Absolutely. But we have the company of heaven. Um, like you, you both were saying. So yeah, that's just my little, my little take home. Um, any Tom, any further thoughts just before we, uh, we wrap it up? No, it's good. I think it's, uh, it's just a good, it's just a good reminder for people to, you know, we, we know what's available. We know what's possible. It's just a case of being intentional, I guess, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Kate and I are just staring at each other on the screen. All right. Quickly, quick it's five. Like, it's like in conference calls when someone starts to talk, you're like, oh, but, 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 but they can do that yeah. with look because we're actually on a video. Not that you guys can see that, but... No, um, well, I can still only see Tom's ceiling, so I don't know whether he wants to speak on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, um, just being, uh, I'm just being courteous to my, to my co-hosts. <laughs> I think... Um, what... Was it Tom said something about being intentional? Um, I think something to really pay attention uh, to in this time is... Um, like just the the scrolling and the commenting and the liking and all of that is really helpful in this time, but it's, it's not connection. Um, and, and if that leads to a conversation, great, but there's a difference between the scrolling, the looking, the viewing, looking at people's stories, the, this and that, and actually having a conversation with someone. Yeah. And so um, I just, I think it's, it's important for us to be careful to just pay attention to what, it sounds so dumb, like to what we're giving our, our time to. Yeah. Um, it's, it feels, it's the same concept as we've been talking about for ages, but it feels so different now. Um, yeah, it's, it's heightened now, I think. It's so much more obvious. <clears throat> yeah, sorry, keep going. Can you talk? <laughs> no, go on. I'm, yeah, I'm just agreeing with you. It's, it's so heightened right now because it's all we've got, whereas before it was an additional thing that may be masquerading as connection. Now it's, it's, it's 50%. Like Dwayne was saying this about the youth the other day. He was saying that, the world has has entered their medium you know the world is surviving on the social social media medium that was you know very much the youth's kind of uh domain and now we all need it but if if your way of communicating is to like some posts and leave a comment there's very there's very little knowing going on there um yeah. and and i love the uh, i've said it a few times but it's a a, a, a definition of humility from a guy called bill thrall who said um humility is trusting god and others with me um mm. that's a good definition i like that and i can't trust others with the real me if all i'm giving is my witty comment or my you know uh my reply to a message i'm, I'm holding you at a distance and so actually um even just being face to face on a video like this, I, 
I can't, I can mute my screen. I can make it blank. You can't see my face. Um, but I can, but you're seeing me, you're seeing as good as the version of me that I can portray without, you know, being super fake right now. And even just in this, in this time, I think, yeah, what you're saying there, Kate, was really, was really useful. It's a good word. And I'm also conscious you probably had more to say and I just interrupted you. Sorry. Okay. I think I would have talked for ages. I could go on talking about how there's a scarcity of attention and that's, that's the main currency in our world today. And blah, 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 blah. John Mark Comer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just as we wrap up, um, I will direct your attention to um, family life podcast, the episodes that we did in January, where we did three episodes in a row. Um, one on books we were recommending as a team, one on worship music we were recommending, and one on just kind of podcasts and teachers and and YouTube channels and stuff. Just things that we were feeling the presence of God on, um, feeling that that um, God was using. So please check those out um, and have a listen to those. Um, there's a bunch of stuff, really good stuff going out. Obviously, um, we're talking a lot about the John Mark Homer um, end hustle. Um, and the hurried life um, sort of <laughs> message. His book, his book is The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. That's the one we've been reading. Garden mm. City is also one. Um, What's the, the podcast? podcast? The podcast is called Fight, Hurry, End, Hustle. End, Hustle, Go to a Garden, Ruthlessly Eliminate Others. <laughs> That's what I said. That sounds quite violent. Yeah. So check that out. <laughs> um, <laughs> That was an excellent summary, Halister. Halister, you going to write that book? <laughs> Violently eliminate others. That's not a good book. So I check that one out. Um, check out oh, if you, if you, listeners, if you if you if you listen very carefully, you can just about hear the sound of the wheels coming off the end of this podcast. So we're going to end at this point. And Tom, thank you for volunteering to close us with prayer and impartation to our listeners. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, Well, Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for um, the opportunity to connect. Father, we thank you that even though isolation may be a reality, that the fact that we never have to deal with loneliness is a greater reality. Um, Father, we thank you that as spirit-filled believers, we are never subject to loneliness. And so, yeah, Father, just for anyone listening who may be struggling with that, help their reality catch up with the spiritual reality we ask and we thank you for your presence in this time. We thank you for our, uh, our family of believers, the body of Christ. And God, we just ask that you would continue to give us opportunities to be the light of the world, to be the salt of the earth, to be the hands and feet of Jesus to a world that is very much in need of you right now. So, yeah, we bless you. We thank you for this time. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And we just bless our country and the world to be free from this. And for Yeah, come on some wonderful scientist bioengineer somewhere to just have a supernatural dream of just a cure, a vaccine, um, a regiment, something that is just going to break the back of this. And we just, we just agree God with the prophetic words that have been going around that just the Lord is, has, has seen and the Lord is acting and that a solution is being um, hurried from heaven for this and that the Lord's will be done. But we, we just pray Lord um, bless every single person who's suffering under this right now. Bring your solution from heaven in Jesus name.
Amen. Amen. All right, sorry for the background noise. Tom has just decided to move on um, with his life and not mute himself. Oh, Abby is... Uh, oh, was, that the back, was the background noise me? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were actually apologising for the background noise that was you. No, no, no. I've been, I've been holding my microphone so it doesn't rub against my beard. <laughs> sorry. I rather... I rather, in a poor judgment of your character, thought your uh, apology was sincere as opposed to sarcastic. I was apologising on your behalf, Tom. <laughs> okay, appreciate that. Something I've got <laughs> very, very into the habit of doing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, okay, um, well, thank you, everyone. Good hustle, guys. Bless Catch you, later. Later.